Welcome to Oldest to Youngest. I'm Natalie, the oldest. And I'm Thomas, the youngest. We are curious Catholics who like to converse and explore topics from a Catholic point of view. We come up with questions about a certain topic, conduct some research, and then discuss the information. We hope you enjoy our banter and learn something new along with us. Thanks for listening, and welcome to our very first episode on miracles. Thanks. So now we're going to be talking about miracles. Um, so I guess, uh, Thomas, uh, how do you feel about miracles just in general? What's your thoughts miracles, about miracles? Yeah. Uh, I think, so, I mean, a couple of questions that I came up with <clears throat> was one of them was, uh, is miracle important to the Catholic faith? Which, so in general, I think miracles are incredibly important, not only to my like own life, like personalized miracles, but also kind of central to our faith. Like when you think of the Catholic faith, I think miracles is like one of the things you kind of think about. Yeah, it's true. I mean, um, I think just even the definition of miracles in the catechism, I mean, if you think about it, our creed is a bunch of miracles. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Jesus rising from the dead. Virginal birth of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it's <clears throat> a bunch of miracles his whole life. Yeah. Um, and if you look at the Bible, pretty much everything God does is in by definition a miracle. A miracle. <laughs> yeah. um, so I do think, you know, but personally, I, I don't know about you, but I think when I was a kid, miracles were a little bit strange because I just I just remember being a kid and there was a couple times we were probably I was probably like I don't know eight years old and um we all got invited over to this friend's Catholic friend's house um when we were homeschool being homeschooled and you know there was this they uh this family was hosting a statue that was rumored to um or believed to uh cry oil holy oil. i never heard of this yeah it was really weird and then we were like i remember being just as a kid freaked out because we were all staring at the statue praying the rosary and everybody was very intense yeah that's that uh, sounds a little a little scary and and as a kid i was like sitting there i was probably the only one in the room praying that it wouldn't shed oil because it just in my little kid mind do you remember what statue it was i don't oof like that, I think is a huge difference too. <laughs> you know? Right. If right. it's a you know, an angel of Jesus Christ or a statue of Jesus Christ, or it was like Mary. Virgin Mary. Oh, it was Virgin oh, okay. Mary. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other miracle, the experience I had with miracle when I was a kid, probably like same age, age or ten or something, somewhere around there, was we we went to this church where this person, who it wasn't. Um, you know, said to have been worthy of belief by the church yet, but it was being investigated. He was a young man who um, said he was having apparitions of the Blessed Virgin. And so it was a local church in our town, and um, I remember mom taking us older kids there. um, And we probably kneeled for about in silence, absolute silence. This church was so quiet. You could hear a pin drop um, wow. for about two hours, and we were kids. And I was kind of like, there's nothing happening. 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I don't see anything. <laughs> so my experience with miracles as a, you know, just a young Catholic was just kind of one of a little bit of a fear mixed with curiosity and, and yeah. slight, maybe a little bit of terror. Or, yeah, yeah okay. terror. I like yeah. just, just, you know, it's just weird stuff. So I don't know if you had had any experiences like no, I don't that. remember anything like that. I don't know if I was born yet. I don't know. What's our difference in age? Um, 12, 13 years. 13 years, really? Um, no, actually, no, nine. Nine. Nine, nine. years. Nine years. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not I am. I'm not a mathematician. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, I think, <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever had anything like super miraculous happen to me or experience anything incredibly miraculous um more like small little things that and i, I will get into this how like secular gospel might be like oh that's just a coincidence you're like reading into things mm. um i mean the biggest example was when i prayed to saint Teresa of mm-hmm. and i said her novena and i didn't even say the full novena and then i like received a golden rose in the mail by whoever um <clears throat> and that was just to me like eye-opener i don't know if that was particularly a miracle or something I, like i wasn't healed of cancer or anything but you were discerning wise, yeah i was discerning something, something. so it was pretty important <clears throat> to me that was like a personal miracle mm-hmm. i guess and, and i think there's you know, different types of miracles, like some that are more personal to us where we keep close to our hearts. Right. And others that are like, wow, that's incredible. Like, and know, it could be being... a difference between a miracle and of saint interceding for us. Maybe that maybe that's the same thing, but Yeah. You know. I, I think mm. now is a good time to add our disclaimer now that we've sort of right. <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> introduced not, ourselves a little. We're not bit. experts. We're not uh, um, we don't have neither has doctorates no. in theology. No, and we're um, just really curious uh, people who like to talk, and um, we come from a big Catholic family, and uh, discourse I've, and yeah. discussion are yeah been pretty big parts of our family. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we've always been encouraged by our parents to Seek explore our own and answers. learn. Yeah, yeah you know. absolutely. And this is one of the big things about like. I know this is getting into different topics and stuff. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no. First episode we're all off <laughs> oh the rails. We're gonna be stricken from the No, like how a lot of people say like you can't question the Catholic Church and stuff. Mm. You can always question the Catholic Church as long as it's comes from a root of uh trying to seek the truth right and to learn more the desire to learn exactly you have to go in with an open mind and 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 faith yep um exactly yeah and not with with eyes of doubt yeah Yeah. um don't be a doubting thomas yeah no doubting thomas (laughs) (laughs) um so i guess now is a good time to start talking about our questions what do you think so we came up with some questions um maybe about miracles and yeah um so let's maybe define, should we define miracles first for yes, our I listeners? Yes, I believe you have a great We have some definitions. Definition. So, um, you know, one of the things that I think, I mean, we know a lot of people, you know, we have a lot of friends and family members too, who um, maybe aren't practicing their faith right now. Yep. And 
um, who, you know, they, they see things not necessarily from the Catholic perspective. Yeah. So we always, in our, our <clears throat> podcast, our goal is to also look at things from a secular point of view and just kind of explore it because I think it's so important to see how, look at how other people see these things. Yeah, and, so, yeah. and you don't too, have so. to be... <clears throat> Catholic to listen yeah, this is to our just, podcast. This is just a discussion. Yeah. You know? Um. So yeah. Hopefully we won't get fiery or anything. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right. So, uh, Catechism of the Catholic Church, which, by the way, we will put a link in the, the on the podcast. But really, um, such a nice online resource. Um, if you are interested in anything from the catechism or even like looking up things in the catechism, the online version of the book is incredible. It's on USCCB um, website um, and I'll put a link to it, but it was so easy to navigate and it was a really cool resource. Delving into the catechism too, I noticed that it's really quite simply laid out and well worded. Right. It's yeah. not like you're reading St. Thomas Aquinas, you know, like a proof of, you know, God's existence or no. anything like oh that, you know. So it's <laughs> pretty, blowing. Um, what is it, uh, accepting. Accessible, yeah. Accessible, yes, that's the word. <clears throat> um, so. Yeah, so number 548 in the Catechism. Um, so I'm going to quote it. So quote, the signs worked by Jesus attest that the Father has sent him. They invite belief in him. To those who turn to him in faith, he grants what they ask. So miracles strengthen faith in the one who does his father's work. They bear witness that he is the son of God. But his miracles can also be occasions for offense. They are not intended to satisfy people's curiosity or desire for magic. Despite his evident miracles, some people reject Jesus. He is even accused of acting by the power of demons. End quote. Yeah, so I think, I think it's kind of, yeah. yeah, no, bad. I think that end important is like really important because, you know, God has a plan and you might ask for something, but that might not be part of his plan, right? Right. Like miracles are his choice to, you know, deal out and to perform if you wish. And ultimately the ultimate goal is to strengthen your faith right. in him. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And maybe we'll do another podcast on suffering because it mm. seems to be a big that, topic that would now be a good topic. COVID-19 time, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so the uh, secular definition of, of oh, miracles. Yes. I'm interested in this. I want to hear this. <laughs> so I just really Googled it. It's right off Wikipedia. Yeah. You can Google it. Put it right in the search bar, miracles. Okay. It'll pop right up. So uh, this is from Wikipedia. So the definition of miracles, uh, quote, a miracle is an event not explicable by nature or scientific laws. Such an event may be attributed to a supernatural being, magic, or a miracle worker, worker, a saint, or a religious leader, end quote. I think that's actually fairly related to the Catholic definition. Yeah, I was actually really surprised. I was like... <clears throat> wow, that's actually what I just read in the Catechism, pretty much. Right, and maybe not um, the magic part. No, you know, and, right. But yeah, it's, it's things not that cannot be nature. explained by science, yeah. which is exactly what a miracle is. is right. Um, and actually, 
if you want to go to the secular route yeah. more, yeah. or even like um, on a different point of view, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have a quote by C.S. Lewis. Love the guy. Um, he wrote a book on miracles. Uh, I don't think he was Catholic, but he was Christian. I don't know what domination Christianity. Right. But he had a small little uh, expert excerpt that I took from his book. An interference with nature by supernatural power. Mm. Um, so that, I think that kind of yeah, goes into that. Definitely. It's like, you know, it isn't natural, you know, yeah. something different. Right. It's something that is, would you be hard pressed to explain it even, you know? And I think that one of the questions that we sort of looked at is, you know, what are, you know, they've got to be pretty crazy things to people who don't believe in God. Right, like, yeah. Anybody right. who's listening out there, you know, those of you who don't maybe believe in God or um, aren't faith-based, um, yeah, it's got to be... It's a big question mark. You it know? is. Yeah, yeah. Like, so how do you explain this, you know? I, know exactly. I found an interesting article on livescience.com called The Ten Most Controversial Miracles. And, um, you know, they listed things like the Shroud of Turin and... Um, Fatima, when, uh, you know, the sun was blocked out by the Virgin Mary, um, and kind of some basic scientific explanations for maybe what caused it. So, you know, just one example, we won't go too into it, but, um, you know, they, they think Fatima could have been caused by what's called a sun dog. I had to Google it. It's kind of like that aura of color that uh, appears by the sun if you if it's like reflecting off of something. Sounds like a um, yoga. Of... Yeah, it does sound like a yoga. <laughs> the sun dog. Um, <laughs> so I think, you know, it's using science. But again, just going back to that definition from Wikipedia, it's not <clears throat> such a great explanation, yeah. you know, yeah. if you don't have faith um, I think or religious background to too, it. Is like, even Catholics, I think miracles are, you know, questionable you know yeah like is it from god right you know and i think faith plays a huge part but at the same time like really faith is the only thing that we have to go on right yeah exactly yep otherwise we'd be doubting everything yeah Yeah. um so i think you know is now a good time to talk about maybe the legitimacy process and the definition of miracles like i think you had a definition definition definitions of different miracles oh the categories yeah i was i was thinking maybe we well i don't know which so i had a question are miracles important to the catholic faith oh okay yeah what you want to do that and and then we can do yeah i thought that would be a good start um so uh i got from vatican council one de filius i'm not latin (laughs) expert (laughs) please don't Uh, uh, but the quote is if anyone says that all miracles are impossible and that therefore all reports of them even those contained in sacred scripture are to be set aside as fables or myths or that miracles can never be known with certainty nor can divine origin of the christian religion be proved from them let him be an anathema 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 thank you english (laughs) major um (laughs) Um, I always thought that word was pronounced right now. Yeah, that's, that's a tough <laughs> word. Um, yeah, I thought that was pretty, pretty harsh or strict, you know? Yeah. But, like, if you think about it, I mean, if you don't believe in any miracles, 
the resurrection, the virginal birth right. of Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, like, yeah. That's central to our faith. Right. We say that in the creed, you know, every mass. So are you really Catholic at that point, right. you know, if right. you don't believe in those things? So I think miracles, at least the big, big ones, um, are incredibly important to our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that's that's kind of like a quote on that. Um I also found that like sacraments are not uh considered miracles. Oh, that's in the strict sense. Well. Really? So like the consecration of the Eucharist hmm. isn't um the transubstantiation. Transubstantiation. Thank you. Words <laughs> of bread and wine into the body and blood of Christ. Um this is not considered a I forget what they call it, but uh it's considered a Eucharistic miracle. But, like, a miracle, um, like, a physical miracle would be, um, more famously, the substance of the body and blood taking on the appearance of flesh or blood. Ah, yeah, okay. Or healing directed to receiving the Eucharist. Like, that's what they consider as, like, big, you know, That happened a couple times, recorded times. I I didn't, it didn't say, I wish I actually pointed out, like, when it happened, but. Uh, there was a that time, was new to me. yeah, Pope uh, Francis, actually, when he was still bishop in Italy, I think it was in 1995 or 3, um, he found um, a host, He a priest in Italy brought, what was it, Portugal? Ooh, I don't know. But anyway, someone I brought, him, us. <laughs> I brought him to this bishop. Yeah, somebody will, <laughs> somebody will correct our facts, I'm sure. Um Oh, you. Yes, people know much more than we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but anyway, some uh, somebody brought him a host that had been left in water to dissolve. You know, after you know it was, it was dropped on the floor. Yeah, that was okay. that's the practice you let. And it, then they drink it. Exactly. Okay. Um, but um, it he the priest went back and checked it couple days later and it was actually red flesh it was flesh um and so he brought it to uh pope francis who was a bishop at the time and pope francis said well we're just gonna let it sit for a couple more weeks check it out again and it was even more uh the appearance of flesh so do you know what they did they brought it yeah it was interesting (laughs) they took it to a surgeon Um, who um, did experiments on it without telling him what it was. And he said it was a, a piece of heart muscle with the same blood type as the Shroud of Turin. So the wow. same AB blood type. Now, if that doesn't give you Mind chills, <laughs> I don't know what does. Wow. Uh, but that that's stuff, an incredible that's, story. Oh, yeah. And you I'm know what? Look that up. The other, oh, totally that. do look that up. Uh, the... Uh, the, the surgeon, the doctor who was an atheist, by the way, converted after wow. he was told that that was the body and blood of Christ. Um, also, the interesting thing was is that he said there was no possible way that this heart muscle could have been harvested because it was alive when it was harvested. 
Yeah, it, it had gone undergone. Which is impossible. Right? Yeah, absolutely impossible. <laughs> like, um, medically that, impossible. Like science, you know? <laughs> medically <laughs> impossible. Um, so blood was still flowing through it as if it was alive. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. And if you think about the Eucharist, uh, we should do a podcast on the Eucharist. Oh, yeah. Because it's, you know, we could talk for hours about it. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Yeah, that's that's incredible. So that Story was a miracle. miracle. <laughs> so that was a miracle that was deemed by the church <clears throat> worthy of belief. Yeah. Wow. So there are three categories that I found um, for uh, you know based on church, the church, and how they view miracles. There's three different. There's three different possible kind of labels they could put to a miracle. Okay. The first is um, something you know, fraudulent. It's fraudulent or considered not worthy of belief. Okay. Meaning it's not in the church's church eyes. denouncing it. Yes, like, not a miracle. Yeah. <clears throat> um, or not, at least not one from God. Yeah, okay. Um, so, and then the second one is um, not contrary to faith. Meaning they're not endorsing it. They're not saying it's worthy of belief which is the highest sort of recognition that the church gives modern miracles today. Um, but it, it is saying, so not contrary to faith means... Like, you can believe in it, and yeah. it's okay to believe Right, it. and it yeah. can be more of a use of personal revelation to you as opposed right. to, um, yeah... Um, Given the laud and, and recognition right. that maybe we would give Fatima, mm. for example, miracles like Fatima, um, or uh, Medjugorje, or yeah, yeah. Bernard Saint Bernadette. Yeah. Um. So then the third one is worthy of belief. Um, so that's just the church saying. Yeah. Hey, um, like, yeah. Another yeah. super cool resource I found. Um, Michael O'Neill uh, has a book called Exploring the Miraculous. I've not read it, but I read pieces of it um, on the internet, and I definitely plan on reading it. Sounds like a really awesome book. Um, but he also has a website, and it's really super nerdy, cool, and nerdy, super oh, nerdy, so nerdy, like so much research <sighs> must have been into that website. Yeah. Like, it is incredible. Oh, uh, now, do you remember what the research is? Miracle Hunter, right? Is miracle that, Hunter. The Miracle m- Hunter. The Miracle Hunter. Again, yeah. we'll put a link to it. Yeah. <clears throat> MiracleHunter.com. So there's um, the date, the country, the statue witness. Yeah, it's just... And that has a little description, and then it has a source. And then you can have, like, website if you want to look up more of it. Yeah, this is all incredible. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really, it's really sweet. Um, and then he has a whole section on discernment. So, like, disclaimers, like, how the church uh, sort of uh, vets oh, a miracle. process of... Uh, We're not going to go into that today because, approval. wow, that is more than... It's yeah, quite More intense. than a 30-minute And there are bishops, priests, whose job it is. <clears throat> right. <laughs> that's not this our stuff, job. And that's not our job. Uh. Um, so anyway, that's a total, uh, totally cool resource for you people who want to learn yeah. much more about miracles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so something else you, I think yeah. it's kind of related. Um, you brought up three different like categories that the church like puts them in, um, but also uh, 
<clears throat> I came up with three different types of miracles. So one is physical. So, I mean, we just talked about a grand example of the body of blood turning into the actual flesh. Um, but also moral miracles. Um, oh, so like a, I think a conversion, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, like a really evil person converting. Oh, interesting. Um, <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, a church example of moral miracle... Oh, sorry. This is actually one they actually gave. Um, the church as um, the bride of Christ, preserved as one holy apostolic um, church uh, that goes beyond human experience and understanding. Right. Um, so that's kind of like that. a moral miracle. And then um, intellectual miracles. Uh, and an uh, example of this would be like prophecy, mm. like foresight, seeing the future. Um, or knowing something when there's no really so, possible way that like you could have known that, you know. Prophets in the Old Testament. Right, like exactly. Or like St. Joseph getting, you know, a dream um, from oh, an angel, right. okay. you know, about something that he would have known, wouldn't have known otherwise. Okay, <clears throat> yep. So those are the different types of miracles, and I thought that was pretty cool. Um, why aren't miracles a criteria for canonization? And this is something I learned... Um, Maybe I was just totally off on this. I thought when saints became Catholic, they did like research about their lives and investigations into their lives and to see if they had miracles when they were living. Mm. It's actually not that. It's intercessory miracles that they look at. So after they've died, has there been a miracle uh, accredited to their name by intercession, which proves that, oh, they're in heaven, and by God's power, they are interceding on this person's requests. Or... Right, so they, if they, <clears throat> that person does miracles when they're alive, that doesn't count for sin? No. Wow. Yeah. Be, uh, yeah, canonization. No. Yeah, oh, yeah I, I'm sure that plays a part, like... On how they live their life right. and everything that like miracle isn't the only like miracles intercessory miracles isn't the only thing, but that's in order to, um, I guess, uh, <clears throat> be beatified, you need one intercessory miracle, or you can be a martyr, and then you'll be uh, beatified. You don't need any miracles oh, wow. yet, but to be a saint, you need two intercessory miracles, even if you're martyred. Even if you're martyred, yes. Oh, or okay. I guess if a martyr, you only need one, I think. Oh, that's so interesting. Um, but, so there's a couple of different purposes of miracles. Um, one is the glorification of God and calling of people to salvation. Um, for example, St. Augustine said, The miracles worked by our Lord Jesus Christ are divine works which raise the human mind above visible things to understand what is divine. Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes back to the you know, catechism definition of miracles. Exactly, yes. About, you know, it's really designed to increase the faith and the mm-hmm. faithful. Yep. And then there's a secondary purpose. They attest to the divine authority of a mission. Um, for example, Moses performing miracles showed that Moses was from God. Um, and miracles submitted in the process of canonization um, are example because... Uh, 
The miracle testifies the sanctity of the intercessor and provides a clear sign of God's intercession. Mm. Um, yeah. So God sharing his power with his saints. What source is that? That, that was... Um... Oh, uh... I think it was from uh, atxcatholic.com. Mm. Uh, Do Catholics need to believe in saint miracles? Was the the name of the article by, uh, I'm going to butcher this name, Cristobal Almanza. Almanza. Mm. Um, so take that for what you will. I don't know if it's like a credited source or not. Yeah. But I thought it was really interesting. Again, we're um, not theologians. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just putting some information. And then I actually did look at... Um, which this should be a pretty verified site, the uh, Council of Bishops. You're right. Um, www.usccb.org. Um, that's where they actually talked about the different steps. So venerable, uh. blessed, saint, saint sainthood. Um, so beatification, a miracle attributed to his or her assessor, intercession is necessary. Um, no miracle is required for the beatification if martyred. Okay. Uh, and then canonization. Another miracle is needed for both martyrs and blesseds. Okay. Who lived a virtuous life attributed to the ble- intercession of the blessed and having occurred after his or her beatification. We should uh, probably uh, do a podcast, an episode on sainthood. Yeah, just canonization and yeah. period. That's why I was Gosh, like, wow, this is like, because they had like investigations and like um, kind of try to discern. Tribunals, I imagine. And... Yeah. And it was like a lot of information, more than just miracles. But, but I thought that was really interesting, and something new. I I definitely learned. Mm-hmm. And it's cool, like as lay people, to be able to find all this information and and study it, you know, and and not even have to, you know, have this information be accessible to us. I guess. Yeah, it's exactly. Cool. You know, I mean, in olden times, you know. Information Internet. was right yes. locked up, and so you don't. I didn't even want to go to the library. Technology. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, we can't go to the library right now. <laughs> the internet is our library. <laughs> um, yeah. So, do you have any other last points? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I think that was kind of. You know, I, I you know what question was you know I guess it just goes back to. Uh, you know, as Catholic, as a as a Catholic, do you have to believe in miracles? And and it's sort of, if you're Catholic and you profess the creed, right? You have to believe in certain. You miracles. have to believe in certain miracles. Right. Yeah, you're basically saying I, I believe in these miracles. And the Church, you know, kind of lets its faithful decide which other ones beyond that they would like to choose, which is. Um, I think, you know, good for personal intercession right. and for um, maybe if you have a certain... Right. And to an extent, too, like, miracles could get in the way of someone's faith, for example, if they are, like, so doubtful or questionable about it right. that they struggle with it and everyone's telling them, you must believe this, you know, uh, if it's not, like, the main... Um, <clears throat> The miracles. miracles that we have to believe. Right. Yeah. But if it's something smaller, but like, you know, Apparition of Mary, for example, right. like if you were so struggling with that, I, I feel like you sh- should avoid that. Right. You know? Like, yeah. you know, if 
you're, if you have faith and believe in, you know, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, then, you know. And the other, in the, perf- in the faith, apparition. the creed. Yeah. Yeah, in the creed, then, yeah, why would, uh. Yeah. So I guess, I don't know, <clears throat> I guess that's sort of our take on some things. And again, just, you know, we're, we're lay educated yeah, Catholics not, who are not don't take this as doctrine or dogma please, please. Um, take know. it all with a grain of salt and do your own research yeah you know? absolutely uh, explore the, some of the links that we'll put below and in here and um, yeah, ask, your, ask your own questions you know let yeah. this be maybe a you know a way of um, giving you some things to explore a starting point yeah uh, I think this was a great conversation. I learned a lot. I hope you all did. I hope you did. Yeah, I mean, uh, I did. I didn't know some of these stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. Um, first episode. Cheers. First episode. Cheers. Tea. <laughs> Coffee. All right. God bless. God bless. <laughs>